Ultra. Welcome to Disney Animation Minute Essentials, where we are floating through Disney's The Little Mermaid one minute at a time. I'm Andrew Dorowski. And I'm Kestra Dorowski. And we have with us again Crystal Beth from The Fifth Element, among other things. Yay! Hello! I mean, and for, for our purposes, you're practically from the ocean. You have so many fish facts. <laughs> yeah, that's about right. I'm from the ocean state, so that works out. Is that is that what Rhode Island's nickname is? Yep, the ocean state. We have the most coastline of any state, I think, because we I have mean, so by, many little islands. By percentage or by actual, like, land area? Because I feel like it's got to be by percentage, right? It's something like that. It's, uh, I'll, I'll get back to you on that information. Okay. I'm like, I feel like, you know, like Alaska has a lot of coastline. Yeah. And that's even bigger. Yeah. So it's got to be by percentage. Unless you guys have a lot of very oddly shaped islands with a lot of coast. I don't know mm, much about Rhode Island. <laughs> I don't know a lot about Rhode Island. <laughs> I think it did. Oh, no, it's a lot lower than I thought it was. We're 20, so yeah, it must be percent. <laughs> All right. <laughs> Alaska's well, that'll first, work. Florida. Yeah. You got something. We're tiny. I mean, at least you, you got something. Take pride in what you have. Yeah. <laughs> we are discussing minute number 34, which begins with Sebastian breathing in sharply before making his way to the Sea King. And it ends with King Triton saying, in love, as he almost prods Sebastian with the trident. Minute number 34 of The Little Mermaid features King Triton trying to get Sebastian to tell him who Ariel could be in love with. And Sebastian trying to remain calm as King Triton tries to get this information. There's a lot of, a lot of people trying to do things, and it does not work out for anyone the way they want in this minute. Yeah. And Sebastian, man, keep it together. Okay, he he's like trying to compose himself. He's like, I have to keep it together. And remain calm. Remain calm. And then he like puts his claw up as he walks into the room and he holds his claw. He's like, is that how you remain calm? He's like, Aww. yes, sire. And he just like keeps his, his hand up the entire time. I have a note about the throne that Se- that Sebastian, that, <laughs> that King, King Triton King. is sitting upon. Yes. So a lot of thrones that you are represented in films they have like two things on the side of them you're talking about the bubble things yeah so kind of like fire pits almost yes that's what i would take them as but like so many bubbles yeah so on either side of the throne he's just got like these uh, like they look like they would be fire pits or torches or or um braziers or something like that and it's just like shooting up bubbles yeah and i guess it's just to add some effect yeah. Maybe. Because they're not fires. No. Obviously. Obviously. They're underwater. That wouldn't work out. Yeah. So I don't know what, what that is, but I guess it's just to like give some kind of effect to the environment, which this throne, again, is always empty, and it's so weird. I want there to be more people in here. Yeah. Yeah. He just sits by himself with his thoughts and his flowers. Doesn't seem very mm-hmm. comfortable. And his, and his powerful magic weapon. Yeah. Yeah. Um, this scene, fun fact, is the first scene that was animated for Sebastian. What about King Triton? I don't oh. know. 
but I, I was listening to our audio commentary and they mentioned that it was the first first one for Sebastian. First, first one Seba- for Sebastian. And I mean, it looks like Sebastian, so they nailed it. Yes. And the the animators for it were the uh, supervising animators for both characters. So Duncan, Marjorie Banks, and uh, uh, did Sebastian. And Andreas Deja is did King Triton in this scene. Oh, and Ed Gumbert, I think that's how you say it. He storyboarded it, and they remained really close to his, to the, to his storyboarding of oh. this scene. Uh, so Sebastian tells himself, like, I mustn't overreact. I have to maintain my composure, all this stuff. And then he starts walking in with his claw held high. He's like, mm-hmm. Da, 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 da. <laughs> like, it's, I don't, like, I don't understand the gesture exactly. But at the same time, I completely understand the gesture. Right? Yeah. I'm like, I don't know what you're supposed to be doing, but I do at the but, same like, time. But, like, I get it. Yeah. And so it's perfect. Like, it's such a good character thing for him to be like, composure. Hand up and walk and walk and walk. And the whole time he's got his hand up until he gets to the front. And then he, he like, <laughs> squeaks. squeaks out. Um, yes! And then, yeah. It's like, <clears throat> and then he corrects himself. And then his voice still breaks when he says, yes. when he starts into his thing. And so it's like, oh, man, that's, like, so subtle for him to correct and still be off. Yeah. And what good acting that that is by Samuel yeah. Wright. Like, to be able to do, like, the one big squeaky one to correct and then still have that little bit. It's like, no, he's still not really there. So it's still a little bit <laughs> off, but it's less significant. And I'm like, that is subtle and so good to have that. And King Triton, as he's, as he's like, have you noticed anything strange about Ariel? And he, he's not staring at Sebastian. He's staring at his trident and just, like, playing with it. And he's got his pinky, pinky out. And he's, he's got his like, pinky out the whole time. He's, he's just, like... He's such a jerk. And, and he's I'm being like, so weird. Like, like not looking at him directly means it's like, okay, so there's subtext to what he's saying. What's the subtext? And so he's obviously saying, it's like, I know something, and I'm fishing for more information from you. And Sebastian's like, now I know he knows something. And I think he knows... Everything that I know when really he doesn't know anything that Sebastian knows. Yeah. And it's just like, uh, communication bad. It's like, it's like when you're a teenager and you're like trying to maybe ask someone out, but you're just testing <laughs> whether or not they'd be interested. And it's like, so, you know, and, and it's like, yeah, I know. But yeah, like, that did, happens with John and I when adults. <laughs> Like, he was like, what are you doing on this day? And I was like, oh, I've got improv practice. Oh, what are you doing this day? Oh, I work. Well, what are you doing this night? And I had excuses for everything. And he goes, I'm trying to ask you out. And I was like, oh, ha-ha, I'm free Wednesday. <laughs> <laughs> but it's that same thing where it's just like, ugh. Sometimes you just need to be blunt. And King Triton is being a jerk by not doing that because he's making poor little Sebastian freak out. Yeah. And I mean, Kestra and I had a little bit of that when we kind were of. before we started dating. When but we not were, exactly when we were still texting. I was like, "Well, let me let me like nudge this in and make kind of an excuse for why I'm going to ask her out." And then after after that's okay, then it's like, "Okay, now it's like okay, but we're on the same page. Like I'm going to ask you out, right?" And like, and, and his okay. his excuse was that he oh, had a superpower. I am so good at this. Okay, so <laughs> when I go. Two restaurants, typically for lunch, but sometimes for dinner. I beat the rush 
by like 10 minutes. It's perfect. Uh-huh. And so like, I'll go there for lunch. And even if it's just like, like a fast casual place or, or, you know, not a sit down place, but I'll go. And then like 10 minutes later, it's packed out the door. And it's like, yes, it's perfect. And I was like, I'll prove it to you. When are you free? <laughs> oh, good one. So, so subtle. So subtle. Um, Except we, I knew what he was doing. I was like, he's I didn't asking know, I didn't, me out. I didn't know she knew. We were... <laughs> yeah. He, she knew. We were so... We were, we were kind of dorks about it. And now, now you got a baby. Yeah. Well, almost. Married and pregnant. By the, but time, by the time this comes out, we will have our baby. By the time the episode comes out, baby should be here. Yes. It's crazy. Um, but yeah, like, there... So... I definitely see what King Triton's doing, and I, I like I can empathize with both King Triton and Sebastian in this exchange. And even though I've done it, and I know I'll probably do it again in the future for certain things, like it's gonna happen, and probably with like my kids, it's gonna happen. Where it's like, okay, like we're talking about this, but I need to like ease you into it because you don't like if I just ask about it, you're gonna clam up. Yeah, um, clam up. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Ocean joke. Um, at the same time, I'm like, this is so dumb. And it's going to cause so many problems. And so I can see the flaws at the same time. I'm like, it's totally going to happen to me more. And I'm going to do it. And I'm probably going to enjoy it a little bit. Because there is there is a little bit of fun in this communicating without communicating. Like this this saying things without saying things. Yeah. There is a little bit of enjoyment in it. And like the risk of being misunderstood is a little bit exciting. Um, but then also at the same time, it's like the risk of being misunderstood is, is so dangerous and it yeah. can be so problematic. So from like a logical perspective, it's like, no, you should never do this. You should communicate effectively what it is you're actually trying to say. And, but from an emotional perspective, it's like, oh, it's kind of fun to be a little bit coy and to, you know, try and say things without saying them. So I'm very conflicted about how I react to the sequence. But since I know how badly it turns out, I'm like, this is dumb. This is bad. But if it turned out well, I'd be like, oh, this is so cute. You know, like if it was, you know, uh, Ariel and Eric having something like this and it was about getting asked out on a date, that feels cute. But with but, this, but it's... with this, the king speaking to his his advisor, it's like, no, this is dumb. You gotta just like talk, guys. Yeah. yeah. And and then King Triton's like, okay, come here, Sebastian. Yeah. Like, and Sebastian swims. He he just like jumps up and swims over, which, which crabs I don't think don't... do. They they only walk across things, right? Uh no, crabs can float through the water too. Oh. Yeah, okay. but, but I mean, they don't, I'm, like, I'm glad jump have you into to the air. But if yeah, they, but like, they if they're crawling up a rock or something, they can kind of take the currents to make them go further. But that's not their mode of transportation. But I have seen floating crabs. And they look kind of just like that, with their little little legs wiggling, waiting to hit the ground. Huh. Huh. Okay. I'm glad we, we had you on hand for this. Yes. <laughs> I know things sometimes. <laughs> Okay, so he swims up, and I think Sebastian is, because he knows that the thing he knows is very, very bad, he's interpreting this entire situation very, very badly. And King Triton, like, isn't indicating 
anything especially negative. He's like, is Ariel acting funny? And Sebastian's like, you know, she's acting funny because she's guilty. And King Triton's like, is she acting funny because of a good thing? Right. And Sebastian, all six of his... His legs, legs are quivering, quivering and, and his he's knees like, are trembling. Ah! He's trying to hide them. <laughs> he like he like feels it and he looks down and is like, "Oh, my legs are shaking." And he like and he just stares up and it's like, "Hi." And he's he's I'm got his okay. teeth, his, yeah, <laughs> his big teeth. Um, and then so they have a shot of King Triton from Sebastian's perspective in this, and the camera like tilts from one Dutch angle to another Dutch angle. And I think it really emphasized, like, it's a good little camera note to emphasize, like, Sebastian is really off kilter here. He is losing this this conversation. Like, he's going to lose his composure, definitely. Um, and I just thought it was so odd that they did this perspective shot of King Triton and then had the angle offset and then rotated to another offset angle. Uh, and it, it was just really intense camera work. Which they do a great job with the camera work through this movie. I'm very yeah. impressed by how they they animate to a camera yeah. um, throughout this one. Which I think is something that animated films probably do less and less moving yeah. forward. And we'll have to keep an eye on it. But in this one, it's it's great. They do cinematic shots with the, with these cameras. Which they can animate because they don't have the limitations of actual physical cameras. Right. That's all we have for you today. We are part of Dueling Genre. You can find us and many other podcasts at duelinggenre.com. There you will also find a link to a Patreon page where you can support all Dueling Genre productions. We are on Twitter and Instagram at DizMinute, on email as DisneyAnimationMinute at gmail.com, and on Facebook at the Disney Animation Minute Secret Essential Listener Society or Damsels Group. Our guests can be found... You can find me on social media at The Crystal Bath, and you can listen to my two podcasts, The Fifth Element and Unlimited Lives Radio, on iTunes. Until next time, listeners, thank you for making us part of your world. Bye.